0: Log Talk Radio. evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to this special edition of the four scenes fire american soccer show as this is the usa jamaica 2023 concacaf gold cup post game show as the united states draws with jamaica 1-1 and what can you say about this opening match in the group stage well let me just say this you have to give Jamaica a lot of credit. You got to give Jamaica a lot of the, uh, the match here because really, simply put, is that their new manager, the new head coach in uh, Heimar Hallgrimson, who is or actually was the head coach of the Icelandic men's national team during their big run in the Euros many, many years ago, got them deep into the Euros, did not win it, unfortunately. But you can see Jamaica actually playing better, more fluid, more compact. And honestly, I, I think right now this is the right man for the right job. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what they'll do You know, somewhere down the line for next year. Now, don't forget, outside of the Gold Cup, there is going to be more Nations League and uh, World Cup qualifying for Jamaica. So, I mean, if this is the man that's going to give Jamaica that opportunity to become a powerhouse again and uh, be more dominant in the Caribbean zone uh, in this confederation, then by all means, all you can say is is that Jamaica – to be honest, uh, they they probably should have won this match. They probably should have won this match and given the U.S. their first loss in the group stage. Uh, in the group stage, yeah, I don't know when was the last time the U.S. They ever lost a match in the group stage. I, I don't remember. To be honest with you, that that's how far back uh, I am taking it right now with how they have played. And once again, Andre Blake, superb in goal. Really did well in goal against the U.S. Could have been um, a lot worse for Jamaica if the U.S. would have been a little bit better on the ball. Question marks are going to be asked about this one. And all you can say is uh, for B.J. Callahan, uh, look, um, I I think he made the correct substitutions in this game. Uh, I think his starting 11 was good, but Jamaica did better. Jamaica did better. And when you have Matt Miazga on the back line, dropping back during that free kick moment that allowed Jamaica to get the opening goal of the match, um, you've got to give up question marks to why did Matt Miazga break away so early? Because he did. And that led to the goal being converted. I know all of you want to slander Aaron Long. I know those of you that want to go out and claim that Aaron Long is not national team material. But when the fault does not go on him, you still want to blame him anyway. And once again, it's just a problem right now that you have because that was not Aaron Long's fault. That was on the shoulders and on the, on the positioning of Matt Miazga. And now it's a different ball game here. Now it's a different ball game here with BJ Callahan as the manager, because it's not a semi and a final. You got to play in now you got a group stage in the gold cup now you're we're going to see what he's truly made of this time around I, i still believe he'll be a good man uh head coach down the line either for a club team or a national team but right now um i would say this As much as you want to blame him maybe for the roster selection, for the starting 11 selection, the truth is it's all on U.S. soccer. And no, I'm not blaming it on Greg Berhalter just to continue a narrative. I can blame Greg Berhalter for certain things, but I will not make up fake news that some of you have put out there on social media to say Univision reported that Greg Berhalter told B.J. Callahan how to set up his starting 11 And what subs to make. That is false. That is stupid. And I'm telling all of you right now, instead of actually using your head, instead of using your common sense, you would rather make up a fake narrative just to satisfy your negativity towards Greg Berhalter. Look, I'm not happy how it happened either with U.S. soccer. I am not happy at all with what U.S. soccer did with the hiring process. But I'm not going to blindly claim or going to start blindly to say it's all Burhalter's fault, even though he's not in the technical area in this Gold Cup. You want to put on B.J. Callahan? That's fine. But, and it's a big but, We are not going to make up stuff to start a narrative. We are not going to make stuff up to claim Berhalter's behind all this because he's not. He is not. And if you think that is going to satisfy your objectives... And you're protesting about this whole situation. Well, my friends, you've got another thing coming because this is why people are getting fed up with the negative narrative. This is why people are getting fed up with the negative narrative by you. You are better than this. We are all better than this. But unfortunately, you just can't help. You just can't seem to help yourselves. You just can't seem to help yourselves, and you want to create a narrative that is really the detriment for this national team. Because we are, and you are, the best fans in world football. But once again, once again, you have to go out and claim BS just to satisfy a narrative that is completely false. It is upsetting, it is disgusting, and if you're not going to do us all a favor and act like decent people, well then what's the point? What's the damn point then? It is terrible. And I I am ashamed. I am very ashamed for what I've been witnessing on social media from all of you. We all want to win. We all want to see this national team do well. It makes no sense whatsoever to make up these allegations to satisfy a narrative. They're all a bunch of jerks. Those of you that want to be like this, I'm sorry. I I don't want to go there, but you make it too easy. You just make it so damn easy to hate you guys. And this is not aiming at those that support the U.S. men's national team that will not go out there to fit a narrative just to make you look so smart because you're not. It's terrible, and it's got to stop. It has to stop now. But as we continue on here, if you want to call in, it's the phone number and the lines are open at 646 If you want to call in, let's, let's see what the positives are. Well, they kept fighting. They kept fighting and fighting and fighting. They did not give up. They did not quit. They went out, and they tried to get the equalizer. And they got it late in the second half. Brandon Vasquez, in the right place at the right time, picked up a loose ball off of the defenders of Jamaica, buries it to make it 1-1, and the match ended in a draw. 1-1 1-1 is your final score of the first group stage match. And for the United States, all you can say is is that they have a lot of work to do. Can't fault them for the first goal. Matt Miazga left his post. Drop back. Free kick came. Damian Lowe buried it. Nothing that Matt Turner could do. Absolutely nothing Matt Turner can do. And that allowed Damian Lowe to have a lane, flick header, and buried it. Later on in that first half, a foul was called on the United States inside their own area. And Leon Bailey was asked to take a penalty, and he did. And Leon Bailey, even though he didn't take his penalty well, great read by Matt Turner to make the save to his left. And even though he left the rebound for Bailey to take it, Bailey went wide, wide right. Excuse me, yep, went wide on Turner's right. And Matt Turner once again is showing why he is truly the number one goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team. Not just because he wears the number one shirt for the national team, because he is the number one goalkeeper of this national team. Excellent technique. Read it perfectly. Swatted it down. Great job. Tracking that ball to make the save on the penalty. And Bailey, sadly for him, missed the net on the rebound chance. And All Jamaica did was play hard, play strong, they looked a lot better, and now the issue is, if they're going to look this good, this Gold Cup, what's going to happen during the next Nations League, the next uh, Gold Cup, (sighs) and of course, what will they do for World Cup qualifying? So they don't have to worry about the U.S. They don't have to worry about Mexico. And they don't have to worry about Canada. They'll be involved in the World Cup qualification against other teams in it. I mean, it's really simple. It's really simple. They got to go out and they got to do the damage themselves now. And I really think that they are on. And many people who have watched them from afar were saying, you know Jamaica can give the US problems especially this group um i understand there's a couple of first timers on the national team in a gold cup tournament not counting the january friendly games that we watched because obviously it's not the same group that played in the nations league but once again you have to say that this us national they are doing things um at this point in time that there's something you don't like. And they can be better on the ball. They can be better in their positions attacking. They can be better in their positions defending. And once again, it's just a situation where they got to be better. And I think B.J. Callahan needs to be better. I think what we saw in this one, and I'm not saying I'm against Jesus Ferreira. I think Ferreira is still a good forward, but... I, I just feel like maybe Brandon Vazquez should have started this one instead of coming off the bench. But B.J. Callahan went with Ferreira, and it's just – I just feel like size-wise, maybe he he shouldn't have been in this one to start. Maybe he wanted to be in there to sub in. That's fine. Starting, I don't know. But right now, at this point in time, Jamaica and the United States have a point each. Tomorrow will be the next group stage match as St. Kitts and Nevis will take on Trinidad and Tobago. And then, of course, the U.S. will be in St. Louis against St. Kitts and Nevis. And then next Sunday, they will be in Charlotte, North Carolina to take on Trinidad and Tobago. Um it is a bit concerning right now for this new team for the U S men's national team, because there was no Pulisic, there was no McKenney. Well, he would have been suspended probably because CONCACAF, uh, brought down suspensions for the four players, two from each side that were involved in their respective red card situations. Uh, McKinney suspended for three matches and, uh, Serginio des- suspended for two matches. And, um, All you can say is is that, look, they probably would have been in the tournament a little bit later, but they're not here. They're getting ready for their next uh, European club seasons, so we'll see what happens with them on that, but of course, that will be their Nations League games, which will be the two quarterfinal matchups. Uh, attempting to qualify for the Copa America for next. Uh, so McKinney will be missing those two games. And he'll be missing the semifinal. If they do advance out of the quarterfinals, Death will be available for the semifinal. So there you have it right there. But once again, I didn't like the way that some of these guys played. I, I felt that, you know, Build-up-wise, cohesion-wise, it took a while for them to really come together. And it just did not look like themselves. Uh, There's more to be seen here. It's only one match. Two more to go in the group stage right now. They're in the top two of the group. Until something else happens in the next group stage matches, which will be tomorrow on Sunday. You can watch it all on Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, uh, wherever Fox Sports networks are going to put it on. But once again, it's still just very, very difficult. See how this men's national team played. Once again, I thought Jamaica was better on the ball. I thought they were better defending. And I thought they were the better side. So that's all you can say about that. But I do want to go into the officiating here. And, and, you know, I don't really want to talk about the officiating because you don't really want to blame them for every single thing that happened out there. But the truth of the matter is this, and I'm sorry to say it, but Cesar Ramos, uh, the referee who uh, was from Mexico, and it was a Mexican officiating team, including VAR. I'm sorry, but Mr. Ramos, after... The yellow card, Damian Lowe, on his uh, studs-up challenge against Aiden Morris, you know, once again, you allowed Jamaica to use Aiden Morris as a pinata because there should have been more fouls given, maybe another yellow card here and there given, and you allowed Jamaica to get that first goal. Now, let me say this, that the foul that was called to give the free kick to Jamaica, who they eventually scored on to take the lead early in the first half, that's correct. But you allowed Jamaica to boss the game, and you allowed Jamaica to create dangerous challenges that you deemed non-punishable. Hard fouls, hard challenges, foul from behind grabbing a U.S. player from behind and dragging him down, allowing him to grab him by the back of the shirt, and you deem that as a non-foul? I mean, I I, I don't understand. And yeah, I understand that you felt that, that one challenge from behind where he got the ball, but still he got his man as well because he followed through. It was a combination of getting the ball and the man at the same time, and that's a foul that is a foul i i don't understand how you cannot blow your whistle there and not call for a foul how is that possible like i said i'm not blaming the ref i don't want to blame the referee for everything that happened against the u.s but the truth of the matter is this in that first half In that first half, you can blame the referee for three to four non-fouls that should have been called. Should have been called. And that is where I get upset and angry when that type of situation is not being done the right way and the referee's not doing his job. All you can say is it's just disheartening when a referee is not doing his job. Now, look, I don't want to say, well, you know, it's a Mexican referee and, you know, he doesn't like, he didn't like what uh, the USA did against his nation in the Nations League. No, we're not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I just think he's inept. I think he's inept. And I just think he was terrible in the first half. He might have redeemed himself in the second half. But the truth is, he was not a good referee. We'll see what happens if they get him again. I don't think they're going to get him again in the group stage. But you never know what's going to happen down the road, maybe in the quarterfinals, maybe in the semifinals, depending on if they don't have Mexico as their opponent. But once again... Cesar Ramos, I'm sorry. I I thought he was horrible. I thought he was terrible. I just did not like what I saw from him. I just did not like uh, what I saw from him. And it was just disgusting. Just disgusting. I I really did not enjoy how this referee... uh, called this match in the first half. Well, what are you going to do? Just move on to the next game and get ready for St. Kitts and Nevis, who came through the Gold Cup preliminaries and qualified for their spot by defeating Grenada as they advanced. Into Group A and taking over the final spot, so we'll see what they're going to do against Trinidad and Tobago. But Saint Kitts and Nevis uh, definitely were tagged as a, you know one of those up-and-coming Caribbean sides that were going to give. They were destined to be a problem for the entire Caribbean and for CONCACAF as an up-and-coming side, and that sputtered. But now they're finally enjoying the fruits of their labor. They won in the penalty kick shootout over Grenada, and they are here. So we're going to see what they're going to do against Trinidad-Tobago, and, and then we'll see what they do on Wednesday night against the United States. And that will be live once again at 10 Eastern, uh, 7 Pacific, and it will be on Fox Sports 1 on Wednesday night, June – the 28th so there's a lot going on here folks there's a lot to be seen here and all you can do is just just get ready for the next match It's all you can do but once again um, Brandon Vasquez great goal Scoring it off of a bit of confusion by the Jamaican defenders. Ball was crossed in, defended well, but they left the rebound alone, and Brandon Vazquez was at the right place at the right time, and he buried the ball, past Andre Blake to level the match late at 1, and once again, it's a 1-1 draw. Give Andre Blake a ton of credit here in this one. You've watched him in MLS. You've watched him be the starting goalkeeper for the Philadelphia Union. He is, without a doubt, one of the better goalkeepers for the Philadelphia Union in MLS. And his positioning is just incredible. Incredible. Making some solid saves against Jordan Morris twice in this one moments where you thought the US was going to bury that ball and he comes up big, makes big time saves. All you can just say, all you can say is is that Andre Blake is definitely going to put Jamaica back into a final and he is going to get them a continental championship. Because now They have the manager that's going to lead them down the path to some greatness, I believe. And they're going to be a problem for everyone else in the Caribbean. And they are now going to be a problem, hopefully, against the Central American teams and UNCAF and, of course, in the North Zone for the United States, Canada, and Mexico. But the truth of the matter is this. This is not the same team that you saw at the Nations League. I would have loved to see... Balagun in this Gold Cup tournament. I would have loved to have seen Gio Reyna, even though he's hurt. But if he wasn't hurt, I would have loved to see Gio Reyna in this Gold Cup tournament as well. And, I'm, and I have to say it. Don't get me wrong. I understand you want to give these players who have not been in the national team for such a long period of time the opportunity To play in international cup competition, or at least national team cup competition. Give them a chance. Give them the opportunity. Let them go out and show what they're made of, if they are the future. I understand all that. But that's what friendlies are for. Now, if you want to turn the next gold cup into this, that's fine too. I don't have a problem with that. But this particular Gold Cup should have been all the players that were playing in the Nations League. They should have been playing in this edition of the Gold Cup as well. They should have been here. But this is what U.S. Soccer wants to do. This is an edict from them. This is what they wanted B.J. Callahan to do. And unfortunately, unfortunately right now it backfired I don't know if they'll go deep into the final depending on who they will face once they qualify out of the group stage which you think they should be able to qualify out of the group stage but the truth is in in all honesty in all honesty I don't know if they are going to be good enough to reach the final, or even if they do reach the final, are they going to win it? Because right now, Jamaica's loaded. Canada's loaded. Mexico, mentality-wise, a little off, but truthfully, they're loaded too. But we'll have to wait and see what their mentality will look like When they play tomorrow night in their first group stage match in the CONCACAF Gold Cup. So that's all you can really say and that's all you can really go with. And unfortunately, that's what it is. But until then, until then, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen in the next group stage match. Once again, all these games will be on Fox Sports 1. The United States will be taking on St. Kitts and Nevis at 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific from St. Louis City Park in St. Louis, Missouri. And once again on that call will be John Strong and Stu Holden. Well, thank you very much for joining me tonight as you're listening to the 2023 Gold Cup post-match shows. the United States and Jamaica finish this match with a 1-1 draw. My name is Daniel Feuerstein. Join me this coming Monday night for another Feuerstein's Fire American Soccer Show. And it's going to be a fun one as well. Thank you for listening to me tonight. Take care so long. And please enjoy your football. Thank you. And have a good night. 18 plus.